Yo, this is Michael Brunn from Port au Prince, Haiti, and I'm hanging out with Rob at Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here at Front Row Live Entertainment. I'm hanging out here with Michael Brunn, and I'm so excited to be talking to you, man. You had me, I was stuck in traffic on my way here, and you had me dancing in my car with Fammy Summer, and I'm so excited about this 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 record that just dropped. Um, you know, congratulations with the success so far. I know it's so early on on this release, but you've you've got this hype and you've got this vibe going on with this with this release um let's dive in and talk about that creative process and what really like kickstarted that mentality for you to make this ep well first of all thank you so much i really appreciate it and what's up everybody um i'm from port au prince haiti and grew up there but my mom's guyanese from georgetown so i grew up multicultural really living in the caribbean back and forth between guyana and haiti and i feel like my influence base came from living in Caribbean, but also what my parents listened to. And there was all kinds of different genres. Um, And I think the way I approached this project in particular was like all of the things I've learned throughout my DJ career, my production career, um, in my upbringing in Haiti, uh, whenever I went to Guyana, times around the world, I wanted to take all of those things and and create like a love letter to my childhood, basically, and, and to all the genres that really influenced me. So Family Summer is like, if you could just, put it on and listen to the, the three songs back to back. That's basically all the genres and all the influences that made me who I am today. And I really like that because it's it's really, um, it gets me like mentally excited when I'm listening to these different sounds, different styles, different languages. You got, you got some reggaeton kind of like yeah. undertones in there. You got some Spanish under yeah. there as well. And it, it, it's kind of like crazy to think about like coming into the studio or a session and being like, this is my idea. Like, I feel like if you're working with other producers or other teams, like, it's probably like I don't know if we can make this happen, but you yeah. made it work, and it, and it and it works so perfectly. Um, what was that process like for you when you first started, like to to create these sounds and create these lyrics and and figure out like who you wanted to be part of this record? Yeah, um, thank you so much. I'm happy it sounds that way to you because <laughs> I I think the part of that project that's that's so meaningful and important to me is the family part, mm-hmm. and family is is basically it's a made up word, but really it's it's represents family in yeah. a lot of different languages. So like. Whether it's in Creole, we say famille or famille in French, mm-hmm. family in English, familia, right? Like it, it's Spanish. Like all of these different words are very similar. And all of the artists that I collaborated with are all friends. Yeah. Or And I, I really do consider them family now. So whether it's somebody like St. John, who's Guyanese, and that's yeah. how we linked, right? J Balvin, who's Colombian, that's my Colombian brother. And we've worked on so many things together. Um, Jay Perry, who's from Haiti, who's actually my cousin. <laughs> so it's like actually family. Um, and then, I mean, there's so many people on this project, but like King Promise uh, from Ghana, Anthony Ramos from Puerto Rico. Uh, we had Charlie Black from Jamaica, Stock Ashley from Jamaica, Koji Radical from the UK with Ghanaian Roots. So it's like all of these different people, or Kess, of course, from Trinidad. All of these people are really close friends now. And so their collaboration process was not as daunting as it seems yeah. because it really was just friends hanging and just being like, I really like this vibe. Like, you want to try something? And then <laughs> it, it just came naturally. So the creative process to me is always about connecting mm-hmm. with the person first. And then if something comes from that, then it's beautiful. And I, I literally cannot work with someone I don't like. <laughs> so thankfully, all these people I really do like. But even though even though it is like family and, and it's it's this vibe that you guys all have together, like... I feel like it's overwhelming having so many, um, you know, additional features on on these tracks just because, you know, being able to, first of all, just schedule everyone in like everybody has their own worlds that they're they're focused on and, and then being able to bring them together into the studio, into a session. Like, I feel like that 
might have just been the biggest challenge on creating this. But like yeah. for you, what was it about these these artists that you felt like they were the perfect fit for for these three songs? Yeah, I think I think definitely the scheduling and the <laughs> getting everything sorted. Like I'm so grateful for my team because they went through all kinds of craziness to make sure that we could make this happen. Yeah. But um, th definitely the vibes of of each of the artists lent lent themselves to the song. So like for most of them it was kind of like impromptu. Mm -hmm. So we would have something going on. Like Jessica, I was at my at my place in New York and my cousin was in town and we just started jamming on IG Live <laughs> and like recorded it and then posted, literally posted the video while we were making it. Um, and then that, that like went a little further than I expected. I got a couple hundred thousand views and a lot of artists started hitting me up and be like, yo, I want to drop a verse. And and it, it just like grew from that. And it, basically every song on this project was like a version of that mm -hmm. around the world. And yeah, the artists were were inspired by what they heard and then they, they would add to it. And really like the way I approached it, I just wanted to make something that that like took the best parts of the artist that I heard. Yeah. And I was like, Stock Ashley, for example, like has such a sweet, voice singing voice like her singing voice is beautiful but then she can also rap and yeah. so it was like the, the the juxtaposition between her being such an incredible rapper and like making dance hall like really like incredible dance hall music but then also could sing like that to me was what was stood out in, in our song closer and it was like every artist had a version of that like they had a they had a edge that they brought to it and also they kind of stepped out of their own personal comfort zones too so it's like Jay Balvin singing in Creole on on Jessica, like he he knew that he wanted to do that. He's like, I need to do the hook with you. I want to do it. Like, <laughs> teach me, teach me the Creole. And it's like they also trusted me in that process. So it was like really us communicating, making sure that everybody felt good, felt safe, felt like comfortable to try something new, but then also like doing it. You know, like yeah. really really pushing the envelope. Yeah, you talk you talk about someone like Jay Balvin, who's already like insanely busy with his career. Yeah. So how did that come about, and like what was that session like? Because like not only did you have to record together, but now you tell me you had to teach him how to like be able to sing the lyrics. So what was that like vibe and chemistry like in the studio? Yeah, I mean we've we've been really close friends for years now. Uh, I worked with him the first time in 2018. We did the the World Cup song anthem mm -hmm. for uh, Telemundo. And then after that, I worked on his album Colores that won a lot Grammy. And uh, we we went skydiving together a couple of years ago. It was like it was like first time for both of us. And yeah, it's just been he's become such a great friend and like a great mentor. And yeah. I think with this song, it was like the first time that I really felt like I have something special that we can do together mm -hmm. that is going to be different than what the other stuff we're working on for you. But that I think is also going to be like really interesting. And and he uh, he really trusts me with the process. And I'm I'm so grateful for his his like collaboration his friendship and yeah it was it was definitely like an adventure because doing something compa music from haiti which is what jessica is at its foundation is a very traditional haitian sound and it's it's super influential but it's very very much like under the radar and so for him to to want to do something with that I, I felt really excited because I was like, this is going to make all of my people, like my culture, like they're going to be like, yes, like we got we got such a huge moment, you know. And um, and then it was cool, too, because like through the conversation, that's where the reggaeton influence in that song came up because it's like, OK, we're going to travel with this. So like when Bobbin's verse comes in, like the drums are going to switch up and we're going to have the reggaeton drums yeah. and we're going to have the fills and the, the breaks. And yeah, it was uh, 
all of this happened through conversation. Like it wouldn't have happened yeah. any other way. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. Of, like how many different signature changes we get throughout these three yeah. songs. Like uh, I, it's like anyone else would be able to do execute this with like a full body of work, like a full record. But you got it nailed in three songs, which I feel like that's a challenge in itself. For you being the producer, how do you like kind of balance being the producer, but also like stepping out and being the artist at the same time? Yeah, I think luckily I've had a lot of of experience doing production recently. Like I've been working on a lot of different projects around the world and like a very wide variety of artists. So like yeah. I, I worked with like Masego and like Victoria Monet, but then also like legends like Buju Banton and like got to got to work with uh, like Balvin on his project. And then I was working on uh, stuff with Maxwell and stuff. You know, it's like it's like yeah. a very wide range of, of artist influences. And so each of these artists uh, have a different approach. Mm -hmm. So somebody, for example, like Joe Boy from Nigeria is going to write his music differently than like Cautious Clay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like who's going to make the very lyrical versus very like melodic. And, and like I, I think that through working on so many sessions, like I've done, I've done hundreds of sessions in the past few years with different artists at, at the highest level. It's, um, it's really informed me in the way that I approach what I do. And mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, the, the process helped me identify like what is it that I want to say with my artist project and like what what's the most important things that I want people to take away when they listen to my artist project while also focusing on the production as like the service to the project. Yeah. And really what it is is as an artist, like I want to be the global bridge around the world and I, I want my, my upbringing meant that I had so many different things that were merely meaningful to me through the Caribbean, but also my my mother's Chinese heritage and Indian heritage. So like wow. that part of my life in, in Asia, right? Or like my father who had West African heritage, French heritage, like being in Haiti, right? Like I went to school in the States for a few years and all of these different things really influenced me. And so I really wanted my my sound and my artist project to reflect the diversity of experiences that I've had. Um, and then the production serves that. So like every choice that I made in the production was always like, how do I make people feel like they're going on a journey? Yeah. Right. Really <laughs> yeah. Like, like what, whatever choices that are being made in the song actually makes sense when you break it down. But most importantly, it just feels good. Yeah. Like if it doesn't feel good, all the theory in the world makes no sense. Like, <laughs> and that's what the Caribbean is all about, to be honest. Right. Like, I feel like, like any immigrant culture around the world, like if vibe is such a huge thing and like vibe is like what carries people forward. And so, that I always wanted to make sure vibe was right, and then I could always back it up with with you know choices too. Yeah. yeah. You were mentioning how like the idea of this basically came around because you were thinking about like your your you growing up and your childhood and like the family around you. But like, did you feel that when you started working on this EP, did you feel that it basically just wrote itself, or yeah. were you like still trying to figure out like how to make this EP kind of come to life? No, no, no. I I definitely think. When I initially started working on the music, it wasn't even an EP yet. It was just, I traveled this year. I think I've been to like 10 countries so far. Damn. Yeah. I so I went to Cuba for the first time. I went to Jamaica for the first time. Um, I went to Trinidad for the first time. Like I was like going, I went to Carnival and then I went to like yeah. different, a bunch of different places till I really experienced the culture and, and collaborate in person with people. And so like every time I traveled to a new place, I was like, Whoa, this really reminds me like I, when i was in havana i was like this reminds me of haiti so much like it, it feels so similar to haiti and then yeah. when i was in kingston i was like 
yo, this is crazy. Like, this just reminds me of Havana. And I was like, I was like, we're actually like so much more similar than than, than I realized. And even New Orleans are like um going to different parts of Central America and Mexico and South America. And it's just like all of the, this region has so much linked history. And it's not just in the music, it's in the cuisine, right? Like there's there's variations of the same things, but we we can trace it back. And so I did feel like it wrote itself in the way that as I was meeting more people, the the vision and like the overall like global story was clearer to me. Like it, it became more clear with every trip and with every song. So now I'm just like, I love the fact that every immigrant story has this this very similar type of background and the intention and the the kind of motivations that that any immigrant has to yeah. to be where they are is similar like it's like you want to be able to provide for your family you want to be able to to create something that's greater than than where you are right yeah. like you want to change something about your life and that's the reason that you you would immigrate and so that to me is like such a powerful linking point for all of us mm-hmm. that the music I think is really important in that because it it's like a it's almost like a healing process in a way, like through doing this and and linking these artists too. Like when they meet each other, I feel like they feel that they see maybe a bit of themselves in each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, common ground is like that's the whole thing. This is bridges again. It's like the artist project. It's about building bridges and I've I've seen it in action. Yeah. And I, I love that you got these artists together because I'm sure most of them didn't know that the other existed or they hadn't met or whatnot, or they just saw each other as like artists, not like as individuals as, as they probably see themselves now. And I feel like now, like it's going to impact whatever new material they're working on. It's going to be like, damn, Michael, Michael did this. Like I'm, I'm changing this up because, you know, so that's kind of cool. It's also kind of cool that it's like, this doesn't feel like it's something you mentioned, like um, you mentioned doing something for like to be better than where you're at, but like, it doesn't feel like you did this for yourself. It feels like you did this for the world. Like yeah. uh, to kind of introduce us to this like happy, pla- uh, happy place that, you know, lately we haven't been in. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that like, I, as I mentioned, like driving up here stuck in traffic, normally anybody would be pissed because it's stuck in traffic, but I'm dancing around because I'm listening to these three songs. Yeah. So it really changes your emotion and just like your, your view of life just within this like it must be amazing to be able to do something like that i i really am so happy that it it (laughs) touched you in that kind of way and i think community in my life has been the most important thing because it's supported me in times that i've been down and then celebrate me when i'm times when i'm up and like i do these block parties called bio Mm -hmm. which in creole means to give and so that that block party is basically the the physical live version of the album so I've had so many different people come out to the shows. It's all surprise guests from around the world. So I've had like Balvin, Major Lazer, Wyclef, uh, Maxwell. Some big names yeah. in this. Mr. Easy. <laughs> um, most recently, I had Saint Levin, Lolo Zwei, Joe Boy, uh, Kess, Anthony Ramos. Like it's you never know who's gonna show up, and it's super multicultural. And I, I think that the the level of community, when you feel that warmth in a live space, mm-hmm. and you you might like meet people that you've haven't seen in 10 years in a show and you're like oh my god like you're here too and that's what i got so many messages like i got like thousands of messages because <laughs> we did central park uh, last saturday yeah, which is like my biggest show of my life and it was like thousands of messages from people being like that was like a spiritual experience for me like it wasn't just a show like it like it, like i saw friends i hadn't seen in years or, yeah. or like i made new friends and and same with the artists like all the artists that came out were like i got you know i met this person that i didn't even know like 
I connected with on such yeah. a deep level. And so, yeah, I think the community aspect in terms of building bridges, the reason that I feel like building bridges is so important is one, I think when we connect with each other, there's just more empathy in the world. And I, I really believe that empathy is a powerful yeah. connector. And um, community is, is, is important. Like, I feel like community gives you checks and balances mm -hmm. and it like makes sure things are, are, are whole. But then at the same time, it really does help you to find yourself. And I, I, I think identity comes from community. And a lot of times people from the diaspora, where, wherever they come from, right? Like I, I related to that so much. Is like you feel like maybe even let's just say with, uh, with American diaspora, right? Wherever, whatever version, hyphenate American that you are. You might feel like kind of American, but you also might feel like you're kind of wherever your parents are from. Right? Yeah. And you're like still seeking out like what is my true identity? Like sometimes when I'm at home, I get this kind of experience. And then when I'm with friends, it's like a different thing. And I'm like, it's, it's a constant search. And so I think any, any kind of place or any kind of space that gives you like, like you can just be yourself is really important. And I, I really was trying my best with the music to create that and like with the shows to create that. And I've seen it now in action. So I'm like, I'm going to double down. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this all over the world. Cause like, I see like how powerful it is. And like, I want it to, I want everybody to feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this, let, let's jump back and talk about Jessica because that song is incredible. Um, it's so easy to just get stuck in your head. It's so easy to, to press repeat on it every single time and i can't believe that you mentioned like it's it's a big sound in back home but it's yeah. not it's not so big here so i mean i feel like this should be like the summer song of like the world like it shouldn't just be back home like um what is it about like because of the culmination of this sound and kind of trying to create it into something that to me there there was parts of it that just felt familiar right um so being able to create it and do it that way when there's so many different types of signature changes as we mentioned earlier like how do you get that together and make it like coalesce like especially with like bpm changes and like yeah. this kind of stuff like how do you make it work i i always just lead with vibe so i think just let it speak. yeah like i used to i've produced for a while now and like so i've worked with a lot of different types of artists and i think the common thing that everybody agrees on is like if it doesn't feel right yeah. it doesn't matter how technical the things are it, it's just not gonna connect with people and that song from day one when we made it when i made that live with jay perry and we just did it it, it felt the excitement we felt we instantly saw it translated online and that's to be honest that's like my first viral experience with a yeah. song that i've made and it uh it had like 30 plus million views before we even dropped it on tiktok and stuff and like <laughs> thousands of people have made videos to it and it was just like that connection where it just like doesn't make you think too much but it makes you enjoy mm -hmm. is what we're always looking for and and that then allowed me with the choices on the production it allowed me to be like oh okay so as long as the vibe doesn't break at any point like as long as it doesn't make you think too much or be like hmm this yeah. this is like this should be different that's what i was always trying to get and so the verse is like saint john's verse is so cool because it's like it's a complete flip of what you would expect on this kind of song if you knew what compa music was yeah. but it also feels completely natural like it does it doesn't feel forced in any way and the same with the bobbin verse like when the bobbin verse comes in the reggaeton switch up makes it 
go to Colombia and yeah. go to Puerto Rico. Like you're there, and but it still feels like you have the rest of the Caribbean. But it's not whiplash. Like no, that's no, no, what it is. No. It's like super smooth. It's like we're traveling, and it's like the flight. There's no turbulence. You're like you're just like <laughs> fine, and it's like the pilot's a really good pilot. <laughs> and, uh, so that's that's what I wanted. I, I I spent a lot of time smoothing things out, but it made the work way more fun because it was the vibe was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love this this EP. My only complaint is that I like it's only three songs. <laughs> yeah. And like I wish it was like more and more and more. So I'm definitely excited that I got introduced to your music and I'm definitely Thank here you. to stay, man. So looking forward to more from you. Now that this is out, like what can you know fans and, and new new audiences kind of expect from you? Do you see this going on the road anytime soon? Like do you see more material coming? Yeah. So there they're gonna be a lot of shows coming up. So I'm excited about that. I'm doing a fall tour um in two parts of the world so i'm doing in the u.s uh there's four shows in boston atlanta dc and miami and then right after that i'm going to be doing europe for the first time so i'm doing yeah i'm doing uh, paris amsterdam and london and uh there's a lot of music coming a lot of music so i'm i'm grateful because i found an amazing label partner that that like has helped me elevate all the things i was doing already so big shout out to Astroworks and to the capital team for for believing and and uh, helping to elevate everything and i think that what this music really represents now is the global bridge story and um this ep is like a taste and there's a lot more coming so i'm really grateful and i think jessica has a long <laughs> a long life ahead a of it yeah and, and i hope everybody too listens to the other two songs shut up and dance and yeah. closer because all three of those songs are, are really special to me um jessica just happened to be the one that goes viral but like i think that all three of the songs are, are really really amazing music and like my personal favorite things i've worked on up to this mm-hmm. point so yeah lots of new music coming a lot of really incredible collaborations way sooner than you think <laughs> that's the other thing is like it's coming pretty it's quick happening. yeah it's happening right now so um i i appreciate all the support and i'm, I'm excited awesome man well thank you so much for hanging out with me you guys be sure to check out michael brune uh the ep is called Fami summer and it's out now and thanks for watching here on front row live jessica 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 hey <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.